0: And thank you for joining me for crowned in his glory today. My name is Kimberly, and I'm so glad you're joining in the conversation. I'm going to get right into today's discussion. And our conversation today is going to be just really about what Crowned in his glory really means. And I shared a little bit on our last um, episode. And if you didn't happen to listen to it, you can always go back and click on that. Um, the The joy of, of Crowned in his glory was that it came really out of my story And as days go on, and as I begin to share with you some of my journey, um, I don't like to say my age, because I think I'm very, very young, but um, let's just say I've had plenty of years to walk through a journey, and this journey is called life. You know, just like you, um, there's been ups and downs, there's been stories, there's been um, good days, there's been hard days, there's been days of great um, walk and forgiveness. There's been great days of just knowing that God is faithful no matter what the circumstance, um, no matter what you feel, no matter what you see, you know God is faithful. And so a little over 10 years ago or right at 10 years ago now, the Lord really um, in a personal conversation with me basically said these words to me, Kimberly, you're crowned and you're crowned in my glory. And um, as I shared before, you know, that's kind of something that was just like, whoa, hello, that's pretty heavy. Um, that's really life impacting. Um, my My mind was, was grasping to understand it, and my heart was rejoicing, and my spirit was just so empowered. And so as I... Um, really looked into and and began to just say, okay, Holy Spirit, you've taught me so many things, so many um, circumstances you've walked me through, you've helped me in every area of my life. And and I'm just going to take this opportunity as I am just being able to walk into another level with you. You're taking me to another place in you. You're 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 just releasing me to to be all that you've created me to be. And and I'm going to just yield myself to the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to say, Holy Spirit, help me. And you know, um, you can do the same. And it's really quite um, rejoicing uh, that I did after I kind of got into this because it really did um, take me to another place, another place in Him, a place that I'd never been before. And at that point in time, um, like I shared before, I've had a relationship with the Lord since I can remember. I mean, I was, I was saved when I was six years old. I was baptized in the Holy Spirit with, with His Spirit, um, when I was eight years old. And so I've walked with the Lord and, you know, I've been, um, in the body of Christ for a long time to, and long enough to see good and bad and ugly. And so I was just kind of at a place of just really searching my heart. Um, Myself, you know, we we all do that, or we should do that. We should always take time and say, "Okay, Holy Spirit, um, help me here. Uh, is there something I'm missing? Is there something that's keeping me from um, moving forward? Is there something that um, you need to to teach me? You need to you need to give me direction on. There's something that that I'm just not getting quite right, and I've always been the kind of person that I I wanted to be open. I wanted to be um, teachable. And I think that that's something that um, the Lord is so patient with us because as I shared before, he takes us from place to place, from growth to growth, from glory to glory. And he gives us all of the necessary time to walk in that process, you know, we didn't, um, we don't just get boom instantly, um, somewhere. Now we can come to a place in our life that we say, okay, I surrender Jesus. I make you my Lord. I make you my savior. I make you, um, everything in my life. And so that decision can be something that is just that quick. But the process of the growing and the unpacking of that and the revelation of that, and just seeing what all, you know, he wants to teach us and, and train us and, and he wants to equip us and he wants us to enjoy the journey. And he wants us to discover the very purpose that he created us for. And that was for fellowship with him. You know, um, we'll get into this in more detail, but I, I just feel like I'm supposed to just touch on this. You know, the the, the Lord, you know, um, created Adam because he wanted a family. He wanted fellowship. He wanted someone to walk in the cool of the day in the garden and commune with and talk with. And, you know, then God created, he did create Adam. But then he looked and he's like, uh-oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. He can't reproduce himself. So the purpose of family was just like whoa! I that I I've, I've got to do something, and so because he wanted a family so bad, he had to. Because he, Scripture says he looked at Adam and said, "It's not good that you're by yourself." And praise God, all of us women say hallelujah. Men aren't by themselves; they need us, and we were designed with a purpose. And, you know, I'm just going to tuck this in here and we'll unpack this in another episode. But women are not there to compete with men. We were not created for that. We actually were created uniquely in and of ourself to function as God created us to function. And so let's go back. That'll be another episode. (laughs) Praise the Lord, we'll get to that in much more detail, because I think that's something that is so missing. So many of us women walk in a place of insecurity or wanting to be something that we're not and wanting to um, have to feel like they have to be complete or have to have a man to complete themselves. They don't. God created you, women, as women. Now, He did say, Adam, it's not good for you to be alone. So it's not good for us women to be alone either. If, if God said it's not good for Adam to be alone, He's going to say it's not good for women to be alone. So we need partnership. We need companionship. We need that covenant. And so um, that's God's design. And so that is a whole nother episode as well, um, because I could crack that open and we could go into that. But I want to get back to this. So God created out of, out of Adam, woman. And he said, now, now they can reproduce and see it was always about god adam and eve if you would if you would imagine in your mind right now a triangle and you would put god at the top of it and then you would put adam at the bottom left hand and then eve at the bottom right hand you would have a trinity And it was always God's design that covenant would bring a reproduction of Him. (laughs) And so um, in all of that, whenever um, the Lord began to deal with me all those years ago about just walking as He designed me to walk, and I had... I'd gone through, I mean my story, people would they they think, "Oh, you know, you you've had it maybe so easy in life." Well, if you really knew my story uh, from the time I was a kid till the time I'm I'm talking to you right now, you go, "Wow, you've been through a lot." And I'd say, "Yes, but with God's grace, with his help, with his direction, and with a heart just to turn and seek him." Some of the hardest times and the hardest seasons in my life, I think that was the only thing that kept me going was my heart to turn to him and say, Father, I seek you. And you said, if I if I seek you, you would find me and I would find you. You you would you would intervene. You would come to that place of unity and union with me. And so, um, I was just at that place again, you know, um, in a deeper way, in a new way, in a fresh way. Um, things were going good. Um, <laughs> I was loving life. I mean, I had an awesome husband, awesome kids. Um, we we were walking in life, you know. We we were in 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 ministry, and and there were things that were around, but you know. All of those things, being a wife, being a mother, whatever profession you're in, whatever you're called to do, you know, you know that when you're walking in life and your, your worship is your life, it's, it's, it's where you walk and you go and you, you know, every, every area of your life. Well, your profession is important. You know, that should be worship as well. And so I was just at a place again with the Lord of just, I know that for us to go to the next place that you have for us, it's going to require me to be all in, me to be not only all in with what God was calling us to do, but me to be all in with what my husband was leading us to do. Um, and to walk by faith and not by sight and to um, be all in to say, okay, God, I- I'll give it all to you. Nothing I have is it's yours anyway. Nothing I have is, is um, untouchable and, and, and ungivable because you can touch anything you want and I'll give you anything. And so, I did know that, that that season was coming to um, to what I would say was just a, a new level. And it was going to be intense because I knew what God was calling us to do. And that was to get out of our comfort zone, get into traveling, which is something that, you know, personally, I like being, in my home. I mean, we had, and at that point, I mean, like I said before, it was the house that I thought, okay, I I could live here until Jesus comes back and be very happy and would have been, you know, and, um, when, when God said, okay, I'm going to touch something and what I'm going to touch, Kimberly is a place of comfort. And I was like, oh, Anybody ever feel that way? <laughs> I know I'm not alone. I know that I'm not alone. Um, maybe he's been, you know, it's kind of the new year still. And a lot of times people seek the Lord at the at the new year. Um, we should seek him at the new year, but we should seek him every day and um, give him first place. And so a lot of people look and they evaluate things, they evaluate you know habits. They evaluate. You know um, connections. They evaluate what they want to see. A lot of times they evaluate their body and health and and so. Um, again, this was just a, another time of just moving forward in him. And so when I had this conversation with him, I was just like, "Okay, Lord." I understand. You just said to me that I was crowned in your glory, and and I know that I get it. I I've studied some. I you know I understand that I could go to scripture and I could look at different things, but he said, "I want you to know, Kimberly, you're mine." And when I place that crown upon your head, that crown of glory, my glory, my very presence, my very design, my very um, blueprints for your life. I crown you. I put that upon you. And I was like, okay, Lord, I, I, I know and he said, "I want to show you something that you've never seen before." And he took me to um, a passage of scripture, and it may be very familiar to some of you. Some it may not be, but it actually is Hebrews, and it's between verse five and nine. and And I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna read this out of the Wiest translation. That's W U I E S T, and it's. Um, it's a translation. It's an expounded translation. It's like some of these others that I'm going to read to you. Um, it's, it's just a translation. Um, but it, it, it says, For he did not give to angels the administration of the inhabited earth to come concerning which we are speaking. But one in a certain place testified, saying, What is man that you are mindful of him or the son of man that you look upon him in order to come to his aid? You made him for a little time lower than angels. With glory and honor, you crowned him all things you put in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all things in subjection under him. He left no e- not even one thing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him. But Jesus made for a little time lower than angels with the design that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man We see crowned as victor with glory and honor because of the suffering of death. And, you know, um, it's very important to know that when when God said you're crowned, Kimberly, with my very glory, um, it was after a great time of suffering or a great time of sacrifice, or a great, I like to say it this way, a great time of surrendering. Because when he placed that crown upon my head, it was after I surrendered and said, not my, my way, Father, But yours, I surrender, I yield, I submit to what you want to do. I, I am so in a place of surrender and great things. Did I understand? after that very encounter cuz that was just the very beginning and i pray that that this today is nothing more than a time of encouragement to you a time for the holy spirit to tug on your heart and and just to encourage you it's good to be his it's good to surrender to allow him to work to allow him to do the working of the holy spirit in our hearts it's a it's such a joy to surrender and say okay holy spirit rearrange my thinking take out those things that are that are costing me take out those things that have bound me and put in to me the precious oil of the holy spirit you know when we when we do that oh my goodness that surrender it's such a, a you know um it brings me again to tears because it's such a place of thriving it's such a place of security it's such a place of trust because to surrender means you're yielding and you're trusting Him. And, you know, so I'm going to read this also, this this um, scripture again in Hebrews, the second chapter, and I'm going to read the next version that I'm going to read is out of the Mirror Study Bible. And again, I, I love looking at different translations. Um, yes, I go back to my you know stand root you know I like to say my tap roots you know things scriptures and versions that I've read you know my entire life King James the classic um uh amplified um the the ESV um those I really like um but then I like to get out you know, the, the additional of the, like the weast and the mirror. And I'm going to also read it out of the passion here in a minute. But so Hebrews um, chapter two, and I'm going to, I'm going to look in, um, let's see. Uh, let's start in, in verse, uh, verse, uh, I'm trying to decide which one I want to start with. Sorry. Um, let's go to five. God never intended to put the shepherd messenger in charge of this new world order that we are speaking of. And he's talking about things, um, the realization of salvation, mankind. Um, He's just referring to everything that was up to this point. And so verse five says um, that. And then verse six says, somewhere in scripture, it is written what is it about the human species that God cannot get them out of his mind? I love it. He's mindful of us. He always has us on his mind. You know, I don't know if you're like me, but you know, when I get something on my mind, um, I sometimes I have to just really work <laughs> to deal with it or get it off my mind because I don't just... Something doesn't just go on my mind and then I just say, okay, <laughs> um, I can go on to something else. I, I am definitely a um, getter finished, look at it, deal with it, and then move on. So two six says again in the Mirror's Translation, somewhere in the scripture it is written, what is it about the human species that God cannot get them out of His mind? What did he, what does he see in the son of man that so captivates his gaze? Oh my goodness. There is so much in that. We captivate his gaze. We captivate his gaze. Women, you captivate his gaze. He sees you. He sees you beautiful. Beautiful. He sees you His. He sees you holy. He sees you righteous. He sees you pure. He sees you as His daughter in which He created. He sees you. And, you know, just a side note. The Aramaic blessing, which at the end here, I'm going to I'm going to declare it. We we always do. Um, it's just something that the Lord several years ago just touched our heart so greatly with it. And, you know, he said he says in that uh, blessing that he he lifts up his countenance upon us. He's got he's got a gaze towards us. And he's smiling. That gaze is not an angry gaze. that that, you know, gaze is not a judgmental gaze. That gaze is you're mine. Oh, how I love you. Oh, how beautiful you are. You're mine. You're my workmanship and you are created in my image. Oh. How beautiful you are. How delicate and intricately I made you. Every part of your body is beautiful to me. Hallelujah. His gaze, his gaze. And in verse tw- uh, 2 7, I'm going to read on. He has made mankind all but equal to himself. He crowned them with his own glory and dignity and appointed them in a position of authority over all the works of his hands. You know, that means he said, okay, I'm giving you my authority. I'm giving you the ability, sweetheart, to use my signet ring that I have placed upon you, your identity, I'm giving you that identity, and I'm saying, it's yours, use it. Use it the way I designed it to be used. That place and position of authority that He has crowned us with, He has given us His own glory, his own dignity. We can walk uprightly. That righteousness is in us. Hallelujah. It's in us. That righteousness, it's in us. And we can have it flow out of us. And so, we're going to get more into this. Um, I, I'm, I'm looking and I'm seeing, wow, time, um, goes by really fast when you're having fun. Amen. Hallelujah. And, um, I'm going to read this out of the pa- passion translation. And then, you know, we're going to just pick up, um, this first week of these podcasts. I'm so excited because, um, it gave me the ability to kind of take four days and really get into kind of the beginning of this. And then, you know, in future broad uh, podcast episodes, w- we'll get into, you know, additional subjects and kind of unpack some of this in more detail. But I'm so excited because I get to kind of take my time a little bit in these four episodes to really get um, just imparted into you the very fact with the help of the Holy Spirit I pray right now that everyone that is in the sound of my voice you have a direct impartation a direct awareness a direct just Infusion by the Holy Spirit of just who you are. And may you not walk in a place of unrighteousness. May you not walk in a place of just struggling to know that you're beautiful. Struggling to know that you were fearfully and wonderfully made. Struggling with that because your mind wants to tell you, no, you don't understand. I don't feel beautiful. I don't feel righteous. I don't feel full of dignity. I don't feel full of honor. I don't feel like I'm worthy of anything. Well, I pray right now, with the very tangible help and presence of the Holy Spirit, that that changes, that you begin to have fresh eyes to see who you are, a heart to hear that He formed you, even before you were in your mother's womb. He designed you. He wanted you. He created the blueprint of you and the revelation of that. Now I'm going to go ahead and read this and kind of close. This is Hebrews 2 again, the same scriptures that we've been reading. And I'm going to read it out of the the Passion Translation. What is man that you would even think about him or care about Adam's race? You made him lower than the angels for a, while, a little while. You placed your glory and honor upon his head as a crown, and you gave him dominion over the works of your hands. For you have placed everything under his authority That means that God has left nothing outside the control of his son. Even if presently we have yet to see this accomplished, but we see Jesus who as a man lived for a short time under that that the angels and has now been crowned with glorious honor because of what he suffered in his death for it was by god's grace that he experienced death's bitter sweetness on behalf of everyone that's us on behalf of us on behalf of me on behalf of you he went through the cross so that we could come out, pick up our cross, His. We lay our life down, we pick up, we pick up his. And so when we pick up his, we're his. And you know I, I pray that you will see, yourself in a new light, through His light, through His love, what He did. And I pray that you join me again as I continue to pick this up, as I continue to unfold with the help of the Holy Spirit, everything that He wants us to get and to see and just know you know even as i'm i'm doing this this um very podcast you know it's like my spirit is receiving again just the freshness and the tenderness of what he did in me all those years ago and so just know ladies that he loves you and know that he, you're his and know that all you have to do just when you're with him just in this secret place. That means it doesn't matter where it is physically, just a quiet place that is just you and Him. And you can simply say, okay, I'm yours. Help me see that. Help me to see that. I want to see what you see in me. Help me. And I trust He's going to help us. I trust that in days and weeks ahead that um, that there's testimonies. And even in these first couple of podcasts, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. If there is something that the Lord speaks to you, if there's something that, I mean, even if you listen to something like you listen to... Um, Tuesday's broadcast. Even if he shows you something on Friday, will you just drop me an email? Spellman at gmail Will you? Will you drop me just a simple email and and say, "Hey, this is what the Lord showed me. This is what um, he he did for me. This is I'm so excited. You know, this is this this just changed." The, the, this just changed he 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 revealed this to me and i just want to share with you it was just something sparked maybe it's that it sparked you having to go back and say okay lord you know, you, you, there was once this thing that, that I was to do and I didn't do it. And and it's bothered me. My conscience has bothered me. You know, I, help me. I've, I, I ask for your forgiveness. I'm going to get back on track. I'm going to do what you told me to do. And so just tell me if this is something that you're enjoying. And I pray that it is. And I'm just going to tell you. Just remember this, that the Lord, He blesses you and He keeps you. He makes His face to shine upon you. He lifts up His countenance, that gaze upon you, and He gives you peace. Shalom.